good morning to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me this morning. I appreciate you being here very much. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're having a good weekend after. I'm kind of, you know, thinking of getting the show ready. I'm like, you know, looking back on the week here and um, it's like, you just kind of want to <laughs> sort of like, okay, let's just kind of erase this past week here, which is with the weather and the, and the damage and, and everything. And, and, uh, unfortunately we can't, but, uh, it sure, sure would be nice. What, uh, I mean, we've, we, we went 70 on Monday and storms and sleet and snow and free uh, ice and, uh, we ran the whole gamut in here. I didn't even get a chance to rake my leaves up again. But, yeah. And, and I certainly uh, have uh, uh, have sympathy for folks who uh, have been affected by this. And, and I'm, I'm, it's just, it's, it's no fun having to deal with, with this kind of weather. And, um, boy, let's just hope now that we're past that and everything is, uh, is going to be Reasonably calm for a while, anyway. That uh, that would be that would be kind of nice. Of course, we still have to uh, uh, deal with the flooding and everything with that. And at least it looks like you know eh, there's a, maybe a, a chance of some rain on Sunday. Maybe not, but otherwise, uh, it looks like we might get through a few days anyway without uh, having any precipitation, which would kind of be a nice thing you know, to to have. Um, <laughs> For a change, give, uh, give this uh, snow, sleet, uh, wet mix a chance to uh, to melt and uh, get out of here. And you know, and unfortunately, it's not going to do anything to uh, uh, to help the situation on the river as well. Uh, looking at, you know, we're still looking at a river stage above 13 feet, and it's going to probably pop up for a couple of days this weekend anyway. And still be in that uh, mid-13, a little closer to the upper end of 13 feet there. Um, and so, you know, we're going to be dealing with that water for a while. You know, that said, I think, you know, getting out and, and doing a little fishing, if you can find a, a nice safe spot, you know, you, you may be able to, you know, find something. Um, I saw, I don't know, it was up by the Twin Cities or so. I saw something on Facebook. Couple of guys uh, out in kayaks, you know, fishing in the snow and the sleet, and like, hey, okay, <laughs> those are diehard guys. So, uh, but uh, yeah, just just be careful if you're if you're going to go out there. Uh, like I said, the uh, uh, you know, I am hearing that the fishing is is okay. Um, you know, the, the pike bite is uh, the pike are spawning right now. We're in that temperature range where the pike bite is uh, is going and. It's slowed down a little bit, but you might be able to find a few stragglers in there as well. Uh, that'll probably be on the downside for a couple of weeks anyway until they kind of recover. Um, but uh, um, the, the the perch bite I'm hearing is okay. Um, you know, it, like I said, I, I honestly think that you know you probably if you can find some shoreline with some structure. Um, one report I saw, you know, fishing like by docks and marina areas or whatever. If you can get to those areas, you know, you're probably 
as good or better off than than not as far as uh, uh, you don't have to worry about a boat or anything like that. Uh, um, and and the fish, the thing is, you know, the fish are going to be moving up into those shallower areas here as they uh, the spawn. Like I said, I'm hearing some reports too that the uh, um, the sauger bite is is fair, the walleye bite is fair. Um, um, saugers seem to be being caught in some. Uh, close into shore on you know small jigs and minnows, kind of like what you're, you need to do for uh, uh, walleyes as well. Maybe a three-way rig, um, but uh, you know uh, they're going to be kind of in, in hopefully in some of that slack water area, maybe around uh, Lock and Dam, uh, whether you know, it's Trempolo or Genoa or Dresback, wherever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's okay. Like I said, I think you know you might be better off. You find if you can get to some, you know, backwater areas where there's you know out of that current and um, again, well with the flooding or whatever, I think you probably find plenty of structure uh, to deal with. But uh, you know you can uh, you should be able to find a few fish in there hopefully. Um, and you know, if if you can't, uh, there's always uh, there's always trout fishing because uh, as uh, I'm sure you know if you're a uh, a Minnesota angler anyway, that uh, this weekend is the uh, statewide opener, you know, in uh, in Minnesota today. So that's a that's a good thing. I'm just uh, looking at some information here from the Minnesota DNR. Um, but, yeah, the season opens today. Uh, and, and I tell you what, um, this corner of Minnesota, uh, just some tremendous, tremendous fishing opportunities if uh, – if you want to get out there and do some trout fishing. And the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, uh, on the plus side with that, whether it's Wisconsin or Minnesota, um, that, uh, you know, really they, those streams really haven't, you know, flooded out like, you know, Mississippi or anything like that. It's So, you know, you can find a lot of areas inland that uh, have, an, uh, you know, are, are in decent shape. And, you know, maybe I'm sure probably a little stained, a little muddy from the recent weather here, but, uh, um, you know, it's not an opportunity, you know, it's an opportunity that you might want to think about. So, um, but yeah, and, and I'm just looking at, like I said, some information here from the Minnesota DNR, you know, trout fishing opportunities are improving through investments in trout habitat, angler access, sound land use, and science-based management. Anglers help pay for this work when they buy fishing licenses and trout stamps. Uh, said Jason Wendell, DNR Stream Habitat Consultant. Um, and I didn't realize this, but uh, Minnesota has about 3,800 miles of designated trout streams. Um, and the uh, the hatcheries they've got around the state produce more than 1.7 million fingerlings and yearlings for stocking each year. Um, and, of course, as as you know, we all know, uh, well, if you don't, that's, we'll let you know here. Uh, then you can be in on it. But, uh, yeah, southeastern Minnesota's got some just tremendous fishing opportunities. Um, I think you could easily say that in the upper Midwest, um, the Driftless area here, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, the upper corner here of Iowa, um, I, I think by far some of the best, if not the best, trout fishing opportunities uh, in, the, in this part of the world. And... Uh, According to Ron Benjamin, the Lanesboro Area Fisheries Supervisor, uh, anglers can look forward to a great trout opener. Um, it just uh, it doesn't get any better than this. Um, 
And the nice thing is, too, you know, with Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, or whatever, you've got a lot of places to go, which, you know, so that, necessarily, you know, it doesn't mean that there's always a ton of pressure in one specific spot or anything like that. Um, but, you know, and, and a lot of different streams that can challenge anglers uh, that uh, um, offer opportunities for, regardless of how you, you know, whatever your skill set is, um, big waters with fly or bait casting to tiny streams uh, that require an angler to crawl through the brush to get to. Um, you can even float a drift boat in some places, I would imagine. And I would imagine, too, with the uh, uh, kayak fishing taking off as well, that there's probably some opportunities as uh, as that as well. So uh, you've, got that, uh, you've got that going for you as well. But if you're looking for information uh, as far as uh, fishing opportunities in Minnesota, uh, I know they always put out a, a nice publication uh, on that. Um, if you can get to a DNR office or you know, wherever you pick up your license and uh, trout stamp and everything, but uh, and you can find the maps that, that show where the easements are and the stream accesses are. Um, but you can also find it all on the Minnesota, uh, Minnesota DNR <coughs> website as well. Uh, it's just uh, uh, Minnesota MNDNR.gov slash fishing slash trout underscore streams. So just just go to the Minnesota DNR website and look for trout fishing, and I'm sure you can uh, I'm sure you can find that particular information there at uh, at some point and uh, uh, get everything that you need. Of course, and you know, of course, we got Wisconsin here as well, and so that's uh, that's always a always a good thing. So. Again, if you don't, you know, if you're not uh, up for doing some river fishing, that's certainly a uh, a great opportunity for uh, for you as well. Matter of fact, I was hoping to do a little trout fishing last weekend, and fortunately, it didn't uh, didn't quite work out that way. But uh, um, hopefully, uh, here very very soon, I got to do some practicing for when I uh, take off for Alaska. So take a little trip a little later this summer here. Got to got to get some practice in before uh, before that anyway. So again, that's a, that's an opportunity for you. And you know, again, even though the weather might not be the greatest, and having to deal with all the water, uh, you know, there's still opportunities out there. I think for uh, for you to do some fishing, and certainly have seen some boats out there. So um, especially that spot uh, right as you're uh, coming into the crescent there, uh, not so many on on Thursday here uh, when. <laughs> It was kind of miserable. I don't know if, you know, that probably with all that lightning and stuff, yeah, being out on the water would not be a, uh, not be an advisable thing. So, but boy, there were a lot of folks out there uh, taking advantage of the opportunity. And I, I, you know, I think a lot of it was just, cabin. I want to get out and get into the, do some open water fishing and get into it. Totally, uh, totally understand that. And it looks like they were catching some nice fish in there as well. So that's uh, always a, uh, always a good thing here as well. So, uh, moving on a little bit here, um, also had the opportunity this past week to, uh, go to the, the spring hearings, uh, went to the one, uh, the meeting in Onalaska, of course, you know, there were meetings in every county of the state and, uh, it was a, it was a good, it was a good meeting, uh, and, and certainly some, uh, good discussion, some good opportunities for people to have their voices heard and certainly a few topics that, uh, uh, I found it interesting anyway, and um, I'll be curious to see what the uh, what the numbers are in terms of 
the results yet. I, I still haven't. Uh, they they were doing some online stuff through kind of the end of the week here, and uh, I haven't had a chance to see the uh, the final numbers yet. They haven't uh, posted anything on that, but uh, and and I'll let you know how that uh, how that turns out. But the the one that I think was uh, one of the ones I found interesting anyway was uh, reducing the the number of panfish, and we kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, they want to reduce it and kind of align with Minnesota, who's got. Uh, uh, 15 sunfish, 15 crappie, and 15 yellow perch, uh, bag, daily bag limits. And uh, that one <laughs> got a little, uh, that was a bit of an interesting discussion. Let's put it that way. Um, there was one gentleman who was uh, not terribly convinced that reducing the uh, the bag limit would would be a good thing. Let's just put it that way. But And and there was another gentleman there as well who, who I, I tended to agree with. It's like, you know, he goes out and he'll see these guys you know, go out there day after day after day after day and catch these fish, you know, catch their limits every single day. And I'm like, why? What's, you know, I, after a while, it's like you can only clean so many fish. And, you know, it's, um, I, I just, I, 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 I voted in favor of this particular one when I had the opportunity. It was just, uh, just an inner, Anything I think we can do to help protect the resource, and and there were several questions that talked about uh, changing the uh, uh, the bag limits as well for not only you know, panfish but uh, you know, pike as well and some other things too. So it was uh, that was that was uh, the 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 one that I was really one of the ones that I was really most interested in. The other one too that I think uh, I'm going to be very curious to see how the uh, uh, results are. Uh, it was sort of a two-part question of banning lead ammunition and uh, lead fishing gear in Wisconsin. Uh, Minnesota switched over, switching over uh, to uh, non-lead fishing tackle, um, and you know, it, they did this several years ago now. And um, but uh, yeah, it was one of the questions on there was you know, trying to come up with an idea to. <coughs> Ban fishing sinkers, lures, and tackle weighing one ounce or less. You know, and if you think about it, how many, uh, you know, I, you know, I'll lose jigs and things like that. And, um, you know, it, it just it happens. It's part of. The, but you know, you add that up over how many hundreds, thousands of people are fishing every year. That, that I mean, that's. It adds up to quite a significant, you know. You add that up year after year after year, and yeah, pretty soon it uh, it it uh, gets to the point where it's just unbelievable. And so, you know, this this is something that uh, I think we should be considering, and something I think that uh, uh, whose time has has come. Uh, that said, I've got I don't know how much stuff I've got that that probably wouldn't be able to use anymore, but. Uh, again, they were looking at phasing this in over time. That was one of the, the issues here um, with uh, with at least the fishing tackle anyway. And the same, too, for lead ammunition uh, as well. And uh, you know, there, there were several people there that got up and talked a little bit about uh, uh, the effects on wildlife and birds and things like that. So, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm going to be curious to see how that one, uh, how that one all comes out. So uh, we'll have to have to see how that one plays out. Okay, uh, coming up in just a couple of moments here, uh, we'll uh, we'll get into the meat of the show here. Looking forward to uh, yet another.
great interview here that I got up at the Northwest Sports Show here, uh, and uh, that's coming up. Um, also, some fishing news for you from uh, the outdoors world as well. I guess outdoors news is probably the better way to put it. We'll share some of that. Uh, it's all coming up here on WKTY Outdoors. We'll take a break and be back in just a couple of moments with more of the program on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get a roof that's built to last and get 11% off everything at Menards. Steel roofing withstands the harshest elements and is backed by a limited lifetime warranty. Menards steel roofing is the last roof you'll ever need. And with 25 color options and a hidden fastening system, it will give your home years of lasting good looks and value. Get 11% off on steel roofing and everything else at Menards. Good through April 13th. Save big money at Menards. Could there be a better name? Auto Value Parts Stores. They aren't just about air fresheners or fuzzy dice. Auto Value Parts Stores are all about parts. Auto Parts and advice. Pros who know auto parts with tons of tips when you need them the most. You want real value? Don't go to a place with a cute name. Go to Auto Value. Could there be a better name? I didn't think so. Your Auto Value Parts Store. We've got the parts. We've got the smarts. Hey, everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see, every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And welcome back here. Yeah, had uh, the opportunity, not that long ago anyway, to uh, stop at the Northwest Sports Show up in Minneapolis. And, of course, one of the big things that uh, <clears throat> seems to be trending right now is... Uh, the uh, the sport of kayak fishing and uh, kayaks uh, obviously have, have really taken off around here and there's a lot of opportunities uh, the cool thing is uh, there, I mean there are a ton of opportunities around here to uh, enjoy kayak uh, just kayaking and of course kayak fishing uh, in the uh, in the area so many backwaters that we've got here that uh, just are not accessible uh, by boat uh, and uh, you know certainly a lot of fish hanging out in there and of course, not that long ago, had a uh, had an interview with the uh, the fluke master on the program here, Gene Jensen, uh, talking uh, about all aspects of uh, of 
kayak bass fishing anyway and, and just kayak fishing in general. Uh, but uh, again, up at the, the the sports show, one of the uh, one of the booths up there was the uh, the Hobie booth, and they certainly have uh, a number of different. And, and and if you know anything about kayaks, you certainly uh, recognize the name Hobie. And uh, they had a couple of really nice uh, kayaks uh, on display there that were uh, that were pretty tricked out as far as uh, as far as fishing goes. A lot of different. I mean, and you know, you can you can start out with the the basics. And uh, and then just sort of add on things as uh, as you want or need and um, you know live wells electronics I mean you can put the whole thing on there we talk a little bit with uh, uh, Jeremy Dahl about that here uh, so got that interview for you now with the uh, with Jeremy Dahl from Hobie here on WKTY Outdoors Jeremy let's uh, we're we're looking at some uh, some great kayaks here for uh, for fishermen. Let's talk a little bit about some of the different sizes that uh, that that you offer. Yeah, so uh, we do Hobie kayaks. We they offer uh, a size range as little as nine and a half feet uh, for the fishing kayaks. They go up to fourteen feet. In the recreational line, they go as as long as eighteen and a half feet. Um, for the fishing kayaks that we have here, most of them are 12-footers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to be one of the optimal sizes for fishing, uh, for different applications, you know, depending on what you're fishing for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things, obviously, you've got several on display here, too, is uh, the the different options. I mean, there's <laughs> you can you can outfit a outfit one of these with whatever you want, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when it comes to kayak fishing, there are guys that are out there on a $100 kayak with no accessories. There are other guys that have spent upwards of $10,000 to get out on the lake. And what the difference there, some of it is the boat, but a lot of it is the accessories mm-hmm. and what you can put on them. A lot of people don't use a fish finder. Some people are putting on you know, $1,000, $2,000 fish finders. You've got rod holders. You've got all sorts of gadgets that make it easier to bring more gear with you, to store your gear. Uh, I mean, it's it's a world where gadgets and accessories kind of make your boat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and the other thing, they look a lot, forgive me, because I don't have that much experience with them, uh, the kayaks, is they look a lot wider than, than I guess, kayaks of old maybe. Yeah, um, as kayak fishing has gotten more popular, one of the things that people wanted to do is stand up. You want to stand and cast, and you want to be on your feet when you're setting the hook. And uh, so they started making them wider to do that. They started redesigning the hulls so that they're much more stable. Uh, We've got five kayaks in the booth here, and they're all designed to stand up in, to stand, cast, set the hook, reel a fish in, uh, you know, depending on what kind of fish is. Yeah. You can bring it up, take the hook out, throw it back in, all while standing. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know one of the uh, obvious advantages to having a kayak uh, compared to uh, uh, other boats, you can get places where you just normally couldn't before. Definitely, there's uh, there's a lot of lakes, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, that you need. You know, it, it's a canoe access only, or you're you got to hike to get to the lake a little bit. And these work great, uh, well-equipped to go fish those spots. There's a lot of lakes in our metro areas that don't allow motors or have wake restrictions or horsepower restrictions, um, and these can go there. A lot of those fish in those non-motorized lakes, they don't have any pressure. 
-hmm. You know, so if you can get in there with the lure, you got pretty good chances. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, uh, and again, these uh, how how much you know how shallow do these things run, or can you run these? Um, these here have a pedal system. If you want to get the the full uh, power out of the pedal system, you need two feet of water, uh, ideally or more, um, and that's not a huge problem to find anywhere in the in the upper midwest here uh there's some rivers that certainly that's going to be a little bit of an issue the pedal system pops right out and then it's like any other kayak or canoe or anything mm -hmm. like that and you know you probably only need a few inches to use it so okay. yeah and you and you've got paddles obviously that you yeah, can you've got paddles as well so yeah. so and again uh let's talk about some of the uh maybe some of the accessories that that you, you've got on on display here too just a lot of different I, yeah. you know live wells and 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 tackle storage and, yeah and, yeah so uh we've got a live well here uh we sell three different live wells that can all be used on a kayak uh they actually have tubes and pumps so that they're they're pulling water in from whatever lake you're in and dumping it out so it's constantly cycling fresh water mm -hmm. um we've got you know obviously fish finders and fish finders run the gamut of you know, from $100 up to as much as you want to spend. We've got a bar here that gives you something to lean on when you're standing. Uh, it's not really for stability or balance, but it's more for fatigue because these boats are designed to stand up in. Rod holders, storage options. You see we've got some safety flags. You're in a pretty small boat. You want to be visible. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on the color, some of these boats are camo. You want other people to be able to see you. There are wheel kits, so if you go to one of these lakes that have, has a canoe access and you got to walk 100 yards or more, you can put wheels under the boat and just, you know, uh, roll it like it's a, load it up with your gear, roll it like it's a wagon. There are internal tackle storage, internal rod storage. Uh, these things are really loaded up. We've been selling uh, fishing kayaks for about 20 years now, and they have really, really evolved you can do anything with this that you can do with any other fishing boat yeah and 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 the other thing too is you talked about the the wheels as well I mean, these aren't heavy by any stretch of the imagination you know even fully equipped this one that we're looking at here uh, was it 150 pounds it's 150 pounds um and that yeah that's not heavy in the kayak world that that's sort of on the heavy side uh this is one of the bigger ones it is it is on the heavier side but yeah, 150 pounds is pretty manageable when you have a set of wheels under it and you're just pulling it like a wagon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anything else that uh, that that, you, that we haven't touched on that you would uh, you would like to talk about? Well, uh, you know, the we sell Hobie. We're a Hobie dealer, and uh, they have a very unique pedal system. Um, we've been selling this pedal system for over 20 years, uh, and that has really changed kayak fishing. Um, it's great to get out there on any kayak or a canoe, um, and, and you've got the quietness, you've got the stillness, uh, but the pedal system allows you to maneuver the boat and have your hands free to hold your rod, uh, to, to do your fishing, so you can, you can head across the lake or down the river or do whatever you want to do, and your hands are free. You're holding that rod in your hand, you're casting, maybe you're trolling, uh, and that's what's really revolutionized kayak fishing. Um, we've been selling this pedal system for 20 years. It's very fast, it's very efficient. It looks different, you know, people expect when you see pedals, they expect to see a crank and a propeller, and that's not what this is. This is a fin drive, uh, but it's, it's actually more efficient than a crank and a propeller. 
Uh, it's much faster than you could ever paddle. Uh, they're just, they're really unique. Uh, they've been around for 20 years now. A lot of people have never seen them. They still think it's a new thing. Uh, but yeah, they're great. Yeah, <laughs> and again, and again, uh, you know, uh, the the sport is really starting to, uh, uh, at least in the the upper Midwest anyway. Obviously, we're we have to deal with winters once in a while, but but I, I mean, it's really really starting to see more more people enjoy this sport. And and the other thing too that that. Uh, I wanted to touch on, you know, obviously you can get into a lot of shallow places, but you can kind of, these are stealthy in a way. Oh, they absolutely are. They're very quiet. Uh, even uh, the pedal system, I would say, is quieter than paddling. When I, I grew up using a canoe, and when you pull that paddle out of the water, it drips and bubbles, and this pedal system doesn't do that. It, it's very stealthy. It's basically silent. Uh, we have people using these for uh, waterfowl hunting as well. Uh, they put blinds on them and things like that. It's it's silent moving through the water. What I like to do is pick up a little speed and stop pedaling and stand up, get my rod ready, and you kind of coast into the area. And I mean, you do come in there, you can see the fish down below you, and they have no idea that you're there. Uh, so they're very stealthy. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Anything else, Jeremy, that uh, that I've overlooked that you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. I think we've kind of covered it all. You know, the the sport is growing. Uh, we are getting new members. It's fun to see people getting into it. Uh, we sell Hobie, which is, is sort of a higher-end brand. It's, it's, it's a higher price point brand. Uh, it's fun to see people get into it at every level. A lot of people start with a, a less expensive boat and work their way up. Uh, but everybody who gets into it is excited about it. You learn something new. For people who have been fishing their whole life, uh, this is an this is almost another thing for your tackle box. Uh, for people who haven't been fishing their whole life, trying to get into it, uh, you know, buying a big boat and a trailer and needing a truck to pull that and everything, you know, that's too much for some people to do. This is an easy way to get into the sport. Um, and so because of that, it, it, we are seeing a lot of growth, and it's a lot of fun. Well, Jeremy, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Again, a good interview there, and, and certainly something to uh, to think about here as uh, we eventually get uh, uh, towards spring and summer, and uh, a lot of opportunities uh, around here, and it's certainly a uh, a fast growing segment of the sport here, uh, as as uh, as witness. I, well, <laughs> won't be. You don't have to drive around too far before you see somebody's got a, a kayak on top of their car anyway. And like I said here, there's a, a lot of opportunities in our area to. Uh, get out and enjoy some just uh, tremendous fishing uh, in in places where again you normally just can't get to with the with a regular boat. So uh, it certainly is an an option. And the other thing too is it's a uh, it's an inexpensive or a less expensive option, I should say. Uh, you know, you you start adding on those little accessories and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it, it adds up. But uh, uh, you know, you can get into the sport very inexpensively. And, uh, and, and, you know, with a, a starter kayak and, uh, and, and go from there. So, uh, again, that's, uh, that's another thing to, to think about as well. If you're uh, uh, frugal with your money, if you will, and uh, it's a good way to enjoy the water without having to, uh, to spend a ton of money doing so. Then take a short break and then come back with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM.
Train, a brand of Ingersoll Rand, has multiple openings. Are you ready for a great opportunity? Come to the Train Fair this Tuesday from 2.30 to 5 at the Horton Street office. Machinists and welders earn a starting wage of $18.55 an hour with a $2,000 sign-on bonus. General Assembly positions start at $16.40 an hour with a $1,000 sign-on bonus. Train also has opportunities in the welder and machine operator training programs, including sign-on bonuses. Interested? If you're at least 18 with a high school diploma or equivalent, this is your opportunity to work with a world-class manufacturing company on state-of-the-art equipment. Get job-specific training and tuition reimbursement. Earn an excellent benefits package, including 401k. Train reps will be on hand for on-site interviews. Come to the job fair this Tuesday from 2.30 to 5 at the train office, 1700 Horton Street, or apply online at ingersollbrand.com. Summer, a Wisconsin three-month window. A time to sit in the backyard with friends. But how's the yard looking? At Ace of Lacrosse, they can hook you up. If your lawn needs some work, they have all the tools and materials to get you green. And when you're ready to entertain, check out their coolers, some sweet lawn chairs, and a great grill. Everything you need to get your yard summer ready. Don't miss our three-month window for outdoor backyard fun at Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. I love playing basketball. It helps give me exercise and develop my teamwork. Because in basketball, you have to be there for your teammates. And sometimes an assist is better than a score. Alley-oop. Sports can be a great way to teach teamwork. That's one of the reasons that I like to help coach my kids. I'm Scott Kish, and at Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes, we like to think of our community as a team. And at Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes, we'll be there when you need us the most. Are you the type that can just grab the bull by the horns, tackle multiple projects head-on without missing a beat? Bring your mastery of all things awesome to Midwest Family Broadcasting of La Crosse. Become one of our amazing sales assistants. It is one of the most fun places you'll ever work. You'll be taking care of behind-the-scenes stuff, working directly with crazy, amazing marketing professionals. So if fast is your speed, you have an eye for detail, you don't let interruptions derail you, and you're a master of inward, PowerPoint, and Excel... Be a part of something big, helping small businesses grow, working on events and promotions that help people right here in our community. You'll get full-time hours and full-time bennies, 401K, at a very competitive wage based on experience. Fill out an application at mwfbroadcasting.com and email sales coordinator Corey Moran at sales at mwfbroadcasting.com and set up a confidential interview. It's fast-paced and it's a lot of fun at Midwest Family Broadcasting, an equal opportunity employer. Six seven FM five eighty AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And one of the things that I like to do is, uh, you know, when I go to sports shows and, and places like that, is uh, is find the local businesses, uh, you know. And I, I mean that you know by Wisconsin or Minnesota-based businesses, you know uh, that uh, uh, and, and the smaller ones too that offer uh, fishing and outdoors products. And uh, certainly, uh, one of the fun ones anyway is uh, Pro Tour Baits, uh, based in Cameron, Wisconsin. 
and uh, just a, a small uh, husband and wife are are running the business there. And uh, but boy, I tell you what, they uh, they turn out some just uh, incredible looking uh, some incredible looking plastics. And uh, uh, matter of fact, it, their uh, their booth was right next door to uh, uh, Glenn Vinton from uh, Backwater Tackle. Uh, from Winona, and um, so it was. You know, it's like okay, well, finish with Glenn, and I'll just move next door and talk to those folks. Because uh, yeah, and, and and good. I mean, just really nice, nice people too. And uh, had the chance to talk to uh, uh, one of the owners, uh, Yvonne uh, Lazelle, uh, about uh, about the company and about some of the different plastics that they offer. And uh, you know, and again, it's just a, it's a small business running out of their garage and and. You know they're just uh, they're starting out, but boy, I tell you what, uh, they are doing uh, some some wonderful things, and uh, it's just it's really cool to be able to see you know small businesses like that uh, having uh, having success, and uh, they were certainly uh, certainly uh, her husband Darren uh, is uh, running the business as well, and and uh, boy, I tell you, while we were doing the interview, he was busy the whole time there and, and chatting with folks and uh, selling bait and, and everything. So it was uh, it was kind of neat to see. But uh, here is that uh, that interview with uh, Yvonne Blazel, Blazel uh, from Pro Tour Baits uh, here on WKTY Outdoors. Let's start this interview out with uh, just simply telling me about Pro Tour Baits. Tell me about the company. Um, Pro Tour Baits was started quite a while ago, um, probably 10, 15, 20 years ago. I'm not 100% sure. And it's made for guys who love to fish and don't have deep pockets. We're still affordable. We don't have fancy bags. We don't do a lot of advertising, you know, things like that. So it's affordable yet. Mm-hmm. And, and tell me, I, 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 we're in the booth here or whatever, and you, <laughs> the the tops of all of your display or whatever are completely covered in plastic so uh, you guys offer a lot tell me a little let's talk a little bit about some of the different things that you offer we have stick worms three inch four inch and five inch we have a custom mold so we can do a six inch and we can do a six inch fat which you can't find anymore Mm -hmm. so we do a color matching on them um, you just send us a sample. We do $20 to match the color because some colors take 12, 14 hours to get to match it. And it's impossible on some of them, but we do our best. Mm-hmm. And then we also have craw tubes, which are very hard to find. Uh, we have a lot of creature baits. We have swim minnows, um, just a bunch of worms, worms and, and lizards, and- l- lizards and grubs, you know. Pretty much any kind of plastic is what we have. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, you talked a little bit about, they're all custom, or for the most part? For the most part, yeah. We, we um, have a custom mold um, made for the NEDs. Mm-hmm. So we have the NEDs, um, our floating plastic. Okay. So they're very super, lots of, lots of action. Great. Now, let's, and, and um, you, you've got a, a website as well that, uh, that, people can come on and take a look at the different type styles and everything, the different plastics that you offer, sizes and everything as well. Yep. The website is just protourbaits.com. Everything's pretty easy. I can use it, so pretty much anybody can because I hate computers. (laughs) But yeah, it's simple. You just click on the picture and then you can pick a color. You can pick if the you get a 10-pack or a 50-pack. We do that. So... Yeah, and, and you guys you guys are doing all the work. You're doing all the pours and, and everything. And right. So, and, and you all, and where are you based here? So we, we get that in there as well. We are in Rice Lake, 
Well, technically Cameron, Wisconsin, but it's okay. right next to Rice Lake. So, okay. So, about two hours away. About two hours away, yeah. I'm from Lacrosse, so yeah, a couple hours away. Not a bad drive. Right. So. <laughs> now, uh, so, what has, what I guess is, what is your most popular uh, plastic that you, you sell? Probably the Neds. The okay. Neds and the Ned Heads. Okay. Because the Ned Head mold we had uh, built for us it took about eight months for them to get it right and everything down to the perfect T. Mm-hmm. So now they're flying off the shelves. Great, great. And is it is it is it kind of fun to experiment with some of the colors and and the different styles and everything? Is is that uh, in in your plastics? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's really frustrating, though, because, like, my husband's colorblind. So I tell him to mix these two colors to get this third color. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it comes out completely different than what you expect. So mm-hmm. it's fun because you just never know what you're going to come up with. Well, great. And, uh, and again, too, uh, I'm looking at some of these uh, jigs. jigs as well that, that you've got here on display as well. Tell me about those. We have football and swim jigs. They're all we make them all in the garage, mm-hmm. uh, quarter ounce, half, and three eighths. Okay. And we've got right now we've got thirteen different colors. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and it's and the the whole rainbow, as it were. Yes, and they're all five up Mustad Ultra Point hook, mm-hmm. which is a super strong, durable hook. It's not going to bend or straighten out after you catch your first fish or a northern, yeah. you know, which is what's frustrating with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, and they're all, I'm, I'm looking, weedless as well? Yes, yep. yep, weedless, and then the skirt is uh, just banded right now, mm-hmm. but it's a bio skirt skirt, so if it's sitting in your tackle box when it's 100 degrees outside, it's not going to melt. Okay. Which is one good <laughs> yeah, thing. That's, yeah, that's always, <laughs> you don't want kind of a gooey plastic. Yeah, yeah it's just not. that's the cheap ones, that's what they used to do, so mm-hmm. we stay away from that stuff. So, well, great, well, great. What else can you uh, can you can you tell me? Uh, and again, it, too, maybe I, I don't think we kind of touched on it or whatever. But uh, your plastics are designed for all species of fish. All species, but mainly bass and walleyes. Okay. Okay. And, yeah, the bigger the bigger fish, bass and walleyes. That's mm-hmm. I, that's where I was going with that. So yeah, um, but but yeah, those are the the primary what you're working with. Yes. Okay. Yep. Anything else, maybe that uh, um, that that I'm overlooking that uh, that you'd like to add? What? Uh, I, well, let me ask you this: uh, What is new this year uh, for 2019? Just some new colors and some Neds um, and the beavers and um, some swim minnow colors. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, not much is new next year. We're hoping to have a couple of new lines and stuff. Okay. okay. And again, uh, people can go on the website and look at the new colors and, yep. and well, all your, your all the colors you offer. Yes. So, yep. Okay. Well, anything else that uh, that you'd like to add that uh, that maybe I'm overlooking? They're all garlic salted or garlic scented and then salted. Okay. I thought I I thought I smelled garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little strong sometimes, but it's warming up, and they've been here, so you kind of get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate, uh, I really appreciate uh, you, you taking the time to uh, to chat with me today, and, and uh, certainly want to wish you the uh, the best for uh, for 2019, and I uh, hope you have a, a busy weekend here. Thank you very much for having me. And again, if you do get the opportunity to uh, check things out, uh, yeah, check out uh, check out their website, protourbaits.com. Uh, you'll be able to see all the. Uh, all the different products there, and and certainly uh, the colors, and and just uh, um, again, just a uh, and 
know, for a small company, I, you know, they really have a, a nice variety of products, and uh, I certainly wish them the uh, the best of success. And you know, again, it, it kind of goes back to it's like, you know, the buy local thing, and it's uh, it's nice to be able to support small local businesses like that. And uh, again, if if it was any indication of uh, uh, how they're doing, they were uh, they were very busy. Whenever I uh, was would, would walk by the booth or. You know, like I said during the uh, interview, there uh, Darren was uh, uh, certainly selling some plastics there, and you know, yeah, it's just it was a it was a nice interview, and, and like I said, they're they're really nice people, and uh, it was uh, it was good to see. I'm going to take a, a break now and uh, come back with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a few moments. So stay tuned. You're listening to WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. City life, you're in the thick of it. Neighbors can be friendly, but you prefer them further away. You're looking for something more quiet, more relaxing, room to stretch out, absorbing the vibrant colors of all four seasons. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or that perfect country home you imagine every time you hear your neighbors. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on the program. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait till, can't wait till, boy, that, that Monday when it was 70, that was so nice. And <laughs> oh, be back soon, I hope. Anyway, WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And uh, hopping back into things here, too, uh, I want to mention to you, I was talking about trout fishing earlier in the uh, uh, the program here too coming up in just a few days on Wednesday, as a matter of fact, uh, the uh, is the April chapter meeting of Cooley Region Trout Unlimited. They're going to be meeting down at the American Legion in Viroqua. Uh, dinner and drinks at six. Meeting starts at seven. And uh, uh, the one and only John Bethke, creator of the Pink Squirrel Fly, is going to be the guest presenter. So uh, it should be. Uh, I've had John on the show before, and uh, it's uh, it'll be an informative time. So if you get a chance to to get on down there and uh, check that out. That's always a uh, uh, always a good time, and you'll you'll definitely come away with some uh, some new ideas and some new things that you can uh, you can try when you head on out and do a little uh, do a little trout fishing. So there is uh, there is that. Uh, moving on to some uh, news from the outdoors here uh, before we wrap things up for this Saturday. Uh, hunters, wildlife watchers, landowners, and interested groups can give their thoughts about deer populations, proposed hunting and trapping. Season changes, including expanding the youth deer hunting season in Minnesota. 
uh, allowing smaller gauge shotguns for wild turkey hunting and various changes uh, related to the harvest of Fisher, Pine Martin, and Bobcat. Uh, the Minnesota DNR is looking for uh, input uh, through Sunday, uh, April the 21st, so not that long from now. Uh, you can go online uh, to uh, min.gov or mindnr.gov input slash wildlife input. Uh, background information on the uh, each change is provided online. The questions are for an informal, non-representative survey of DNR stakeholders. So kind of similar to what uh, what they're doing here in Wisconsin, and uh, uh, just a good idea to uh, to give that a try. Uh, so go ahead. You know, it, one of the things certainly is uh, uh, expansion of the youth deer season uh, statewide. Current season is only open for firearms hunting in 15 permit areas in northwestern Minnesota and 13 permit areas in southeastern Minnesota. However, a statewide hunter survey data data has indicated a preference for a, a statewide season. So that's certainly one of the things they're, they're talking about: uh, turkey hunting, uh, trapping, a number of different uh, particular issues there uh, related to outdoor hunting activities. So, uh, if you're in Minnesota, by all means, um, go online and find out that information, and you know, let your voice be heard. Uh, you know, I've talked about it here in Wisconsin. For uh, you know, going to the conservation congress meetings, voting, you know, getting up and talking about things, and that certainly is uh, you've got an opportunity to do uh, something very similar to that here in uh, in Minnesota as well. So you've got until April the twenty first to uh, to do that. So by all means, uh, make your voice heard. Got to wrap things up for this Saturday. I certainly want to uh, thank you very much for listening be back in the uh, the studio next week with another program for you uh, i certainly want to thank uh, jason here in the studio for kind of running things this morning for me i appreciate that jason thank you very much for uh, uh stepping in and doing that for me so until next saturday hopefully uh, you'll get a chance to get out and do a little outdoor recreation this weekend whether it's you know hiking or maybe doing a little fishing bird watching what have you So until then, you have yourself a tremendous weekend, make it a safe one, and we'll see you next Saturday on another edition of WKTY Outdoors. Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. And a dagger!